Blog Talk Radio. Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8 for wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM 860 WWDB. It's time for you to start making more money. Find out about the low-risk, wealth-building method millionaires use. They invest in real estate. And now in Philadelphia, you've got real estate riches. We show you how to acquire a couple million dollars in assets and have a $100,000 a year income within the next 10, 15 years. I just follow the program. I followed all the steps, did everything you're supposed to do, and I wound up right before Christmas with $16,000 extra dollars in my pocket. You already know that real estate is a smart part of any balanced investing portfolio. It's like a stock that pays dividends while it continues to appreciate, producing an eventual capital gain. We get our dividends from rent and our capital gains when we sell. Why waste money on useless books and tapes when you have real estate riches right here in Philly. Our workshops are free. Leave your checkbook at home. But seating is limited, so you must call 267-231-3920. That's 267-231-3920. Or register online at realestateriches.com. The opinions and statements expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of WWDB, its staff, or management. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Call with your questions or comments at 610-664-4100. Now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Good morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast today, July 29, 2006. I'm good day to those of you listening to a rebroadcast some other time. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard at WWDB 860 on the AM dial. On this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies and related products and issues. Only try the therapy shared here after consulting with your physician. Last Saturday, our guest was Joel Odner. Uh, we discussed Raw Lifeline, the raw meal delivery business, uh, and part of the herb black cohosh and part of the yoga asana, Prasarita Padottanasana 1. If you missed that show, you can go to our website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio show link, scroll down to the show you want, and click the button under it to listen to the show. If you want to set up an appointment with me, call 610-660-7710. Later, when we open the phone lines, call 610-664-4100 to ask a question of our guest. Our guest today is James Redfield, author of the Celestine Prophecy series of books and co-author of the screenplay for the movie of, of the same name. At the end of the program, we will finish last week's Herb Black Kohash and Yoga Asana Prasarita Padottanasana 1, if we have time. Now it's time for our wellness news. Heavy metals may be implicated in autism. Uh, This came from uh, the New Scientist print edition, uh, May 30th of this year. They said that urine samples from hundreds of French children have yielded evidence for a link between autism and exposure to heavy metals. This validated the findings, uh, if validated, the findings might mean some cases of autism could be treated with drugs that purge the body of heavy metals. Samples from children with autism contained abnormally high levels 
of a family of proteins called porphyrins, which are precursors in the production of heme, the oxygen-carrying component in hemoglobin. Heavy metals block heme production, causing porphyrins to accumulate in urine. Concentrations in, of one molecule, corporoporphyrin, were 2.6 times as high in urine from children with autism as in controls. Autism is thought to have a number of unknown genetic and environmental causes. Richard Lave of Pieta Research in Edinburgh, United Kingdom, says he has found one of these factors. It's highly likely, he says, that heavy metals are responsible for childhood autistic disorder in a majority of cases. The study will appear in toxicology and applied pharmacology. Lave says these uh, porphyrin uh, metabolites bind to receptors in the brain and have been linked with epilepsy and autism. The researchers restored um, porphyrin concentrations to normal in 12 children by treating them with chelation drugs that mop up heavy metals and are then excreted. It is not known whether the children's symptoms have eased, but Lave cites anecdotal reports suggesting the drugs might do some good something that I thought might, have be, uh, might be of interest to those of you with children uh, suffering from autism. Okay, uh, like I said, our guest today is author and therapist James Redfield. Uh, James Redfield, in 1993, at the age of 43, self-published uh, The Celestine Prophecy, which chronicles nine insights into a greater spirituality. He has been keenly interested in human spirituality all of his life, Born on March 19, 1950, he grew up in a rural area uh, near Birmingham, Alabama. From an early age, he was motivated by a need for clarity about spiritual matters. Brought up in the church uh, that was uh, loving and had a, uh, was community-oriented, he was nevertheless frustrated by a lack of answers to his questions about the true nature of spiritual experience. As a young man, he studied Eastern philosophies, including Taoism and uh, Zen, while majoring in sociology at Auburn University. He later received a master's degree in counseling and spent more than 15 years as a therapist to abused adolescents. Uh, during this time, he was drawn into the human potential movement and turned to it for theories about intuitions and psychic, pho psychic phenomena that would help his troubled clients. Uh, Redfield was forming ideas that would eventually find their way into the Celestine Prophecy. In 1989, he quit his job as therapist to write full-time, synthesizing his interest in interactive psychology, Eastern and Western philosophies, science, futurism, ecology, history, and mysticism. In October of 1997, James Redfield uh, received a medal of the presidency of the Italian Senate at the uh, 23rd Pio Manzu International Conference conference in Rimini, Italy. Uh, he, was, he has been wild, widely involved in saving America's last wilderness areas. In the spring of 2000, he joined uh, Millard, Millard Fuller, as the, uh, who is the founder of the Habitat for Humanity, as the only two recipients of the Humanitarian of the Year honors from their alma mater, Auburn University. And then uh, two months later, he received uh, the same award, uh, a Humanitarian of the Year Award, uh, from the International New Thought Alliance. Uh, the Celestine series of adventure parables continued in 1999 with the publication of The Secret of Shambhala, In Search of the Eleventh Insight. In March of 2004, James Redfield was honored by the Wisdom Media Group 
with the World View Award for engaging the discussion on the nature of human existence and for his ongoing efforts and contributions to the bettering of humanity. James and his wife, Sally, both natives of Alabama, reside in Florida with their cat, Meredith. Good morning, Mr. Redfield. How are you? Hi. Um, very good. I'm so glad uh, that you agreed to, uh, to this interview, uh, and I'm very excited about it and looking forward to the experience myself. Uh, could you start out by telling us a little bit about your come from, uh, where you hailed from? We, we know where it was, but what were some of your experiences growing up? Well, you know, I think from the very beginning I was interested in uh, a deeper view of spirituality. You know, I had a lot of questions. Um, uh, if if there's a divine presence in the world, how do we how do we connect with that? Uh, what does it feel like to do so? What are the changes that happen in our perception? You know, our idea about the world. Uh, you know, what are the details of the spiritual experience? You know, where we can get down to the fact of. Uh, if we can have a greater contact with with the divine, with God, um, what do we have to do to to find that? And uh, what are the changes uh, that that can happen in our lives if we do so? So, you know, those were uh, heavy questions for the little church where, where I grew up. <laughs> and uh, but it did propel me on to uh, you know a greater study about human spirituality and and uh, what we were actually looking for and what we got when we found it. Mm-hmm. So um, that was, uh, that's what started me off and uh, the way I went to graduate school and a career in, uh, in uh, therapy. Okay, now I, I am curious about um, your involvement with America's Last Wilderness Areas. If you would interject that a bit, I think some of our listeners may not be aware of that. Well, you know, I, I, uh, as a result of my own um, sense of the spiritual and the sacred in, in my life, you know, really value um, uh, wilderness areas. You know, the, the sort of pristine natural cathedrals that we that we have uh, uh, on the planet. And uh, anyone who's looked into this matter know that the, these these beautiful Old growth forests and <clears throat> sacred sites are they're disappearing at an alarming rate out there. Most of them exist in private hands. Some of them are own national forests, um, and there's you know there's always this uh, this march of uh, commercial interests that would like to use these areas as natural resources. And and I think uh, you know like Teddy Roosevelt in the past, we have to each of us. Uh, really be concerned that these these places are going to disappear in the future for our and our children will miss having them, and we really have to uh, preserve them so one of the things I like to do is is give support to to um, to all the ecological groups who who are trying to save these places okay um so now, how do you get from therapist to writer <laughs> well, you know I think I always um uh had a drive to write to talk about uh, uh, the, this very interesting topic of, of spirituality. And, uh, you know, all the polls uh, back in the uh, early 90s really showed that it was, a, it was a topic that we were opening up to in an in a, in a authentic way. In other words, there's a lot of, all of us have probably grown up in relation to some spiritual tradition. 
some religion. Uh, but what's happening out there and what has happened in the last 25, 30 years is that we begin to look for the real thing. In other words, we want to, it's one thing to say we believe or if anyone asks, we might say, yes, we believe this or believe that. But it's a whole different thing to uh, to sense and go after the actual deeper experiences of spirituality. Uh, and that's what I wanted to focus on. And, and I started to write about what I believed was happening and uh, to us uh, in terms of the deeper spiritual experience. Oh, he's so good. He heard the music coming up and just knew that meant something. <laughs> well, thank you for pausing. We, we're coming up on a break, and I want to remind everybody that you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. This program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapy. The main office is at the Tubala Plaza Building, Suite 300 in Bellakinwood, Pennsylvania. Visit our website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office at 610-660-7710. Stay tuned for our return with author James Redfield of the Celestine Prophecy series and the movie. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izard's radio program each Saturday morning at 8 on AM860 WWDB. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM 860 WWDB. Okay, we're back, and you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. You visit our website to participate in my blog. That's one way I get your feedback. Today, we're talking with James Redfield of the Celestine Prophecy series and the movie, The Celestine Prophecy, the movie. Uh, James, you were giving us some information about your background and your therapist experience and your, you know, getting started, your general interest in writing. What specifically inspired you to write the Celestine Prophecy? And, of course, I'm certain people are curious about where where you got the insights. I mean, you know, where did they come from? Right. Well, you know, as I, uh, I was in a graduate school program at the time, and and during the uh, late 80s, early 90s, 
became really clear that uh, there was a whole worldwide movement that we called the human potential movement, and uh, this this movement aimed at uh, and aimed at the idea that we could be more than we thought we could be. There were blocks that we could work through in, in our past or in our attitudes that would open ourselves up to a greater set of talents and an awareness of who we are and a freedom to express ourselves in a way that made us really creative. Uh, in other words, we could be all that we could be, and we could open up to that. And that was a whole psychological movement uh, that really was uh, uh, in, in psychiatry, psychology, uh, throughout the universities in the world, really. And um, as I looked at that and, and participated in it, um, I realized that there was, there was really more happening than could be expressed psychologically. Uh, what was really occurring, in my view, was a, a spiritual awakening. And if in this time frame, it was, it was, I felt, awakening through a series of insights uh, into a deeper spiritual experience. Uh, and these insights, I thought, were universal. They were, in a sense, archetypal, which means that our brains were sort of hardwired for these awakenings. Uh, it's what we sensed we could do. It's a deeper experience we sensed we could have and want, wanted and, and that our brains and our consciousness could expand into. So uh, I didn't make these insights up, uh, as I like to say uh, a lot. Uh, you know, I, I just tried to describe uh, what was happening to uh, people everywhere uh, in the last 20 years, uh, 30 years, uh, around the world. And so the selfing prophecy, well, although written as a story based on my experiences and others, uh, it was really a parable that that illustrated these nine insights that I felt we were we were all uh, 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 like, uh, moving through at pretty much the same time. Okay, now the the the, the total concept of the Celestine prophecy. Uh, did you have in your mind, for, for example, while you were writing the Celestine Prophecy, the secret of Shambhala, or did all of these things sort of evolve in a, their own unique way? Well, yeah, they, you know, I, 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 I felt like I had a handle on a, a good description of the first nine insights that we were that were occurring out there. Mm-hmm. But I, did I have the tenth insight, which <laughs> is the second book? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. uh, but I, I did feel like it was it was. A, Emerging in the culture, but I just tried to, in my you know, looking at polls and looking at talking to individuals, uh, and looking at the media and what was of interest in the world. I really then decided that hey, there's a tenth insight emerging out there, and and similarly, uh, the the third book, the the secret of Shambhala, which is describes the eleventh insight. Uh, uh, after that came in uh, and. I really felt like that that insight was coming, and now there's a twelfth insight coming, which I'm working on now. Oh boy, you got ahead of me. You know, I was going to ask you if there was something coming in the you know, off the horizon there. Well, that's that's good to know, and you'll have to give us more specifics about that before the program is over, please. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the, now, the books that I have in front of me right now, I have the Celestine Prophecy, I have the Tenth Insight, I also have a book called. Uh, the ten, uh, the tenth insight, holding the vision, an experiential guide. Then I have the Celestine vision, and then the secret of Shambhala. Um, can you give a, a little information about the purpose for the experiential guide, 
Well, you know, we we wanted to, um, <clears throat> and people asked for uh, after the Selfson Prophecy came out, a a way of digging deeper into the material and uh, a way of uh, uh, opening up to these insights personally. And, and so we wrote a, uh, what we called the experience, experiential guides. We did it for the Selfson Prophecy. It's available, and also the Tenth Insight, the second book. And you know what we wanted to do is just write a book for groups where they collectively could get together and discuss and look at their own lives and talk about these insights. So then there are study groups, and I, I know that they can uh, get information about that from the website, but could you give a little information about what your website is and you know if they're interested in study groups, how they might go about joining one? Well, I think that uh, you know we have. Uh, there are many, many uh, study groups going on out there. We don't even know about all of them actually. Mm. Uh, and it's uh, you know there are a lot of places people can go. Uh, there's a forum on the on our on, on my personal site, which is uh, selsteinvision.com, uh, where they can look and, and, and there'll be people talking about study groups on the forum, for instance, and so on. Um, on the movie side, when we'll talk about the movie, I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, here. But uh, the Selfing Prophecy movie side is is the SelfingProphecyMovie.com, uh, and it has a lot of information also about uh, uh, what people are doing out there. And uh, we have a a, uh, a teleconference that meets uh, every other Tuesday. Uh, either both of those sites have on it uh, how to. Uh, to connect with this free uh, teleconference, which is just a way of uh, having everybody come together, uh, many, many people every every uh, Tuesday. And, and Sally and I discuss with them the, the relevant, uh, every every time, uh, some relevant uh, happenings out there in the world that are, I think, of a keen interest from this point of view. Uh, now, and then also if people are interested in getting information about James Redfield, the, the author, and its re- and his relationship with the development of the concept of the Selfsting Vision. He does have a book, uh, The Selfsting Vision, uh, which deals with that also. Okay, I wanted to get all that information about your books out um, because I know there may be people who may have missed one of them. How, how I don't know, but you, you, know, you never know these things. Now, how did the film concept emerge, and what was your objective with the film? Well, Selfing Prophecy movie, you know, we we had talked about it uh, for years and years. You know, we had a lot of offers from studios, but our main goal with the movie was to make sure that the movie um, stayed true to the book. And uh, that's difficult in Hollywood uh, to try to get that done. So uh, it took a while, but uh, in in uh, in '03, uh, '02, really, we started to uh, to look at. Uh, Screenplays, and, and I wrote a first draft of the screenplay, and then partnered with Barnett Bain, who's a producer, uh, was the producer of What Dreams May Come, if you remember that movie of, in the '90s, with a Robin Williams. But uh, he and I wrote the rest, uh, the, you know, wrote uh, the final screenplay, and then uh, in '04 we we started to shoot the movie, uh, totally independent production. So uh, uh, it's out now, and uh, it's being released regionally, and. Uh, is, uh, I think, opening soon in the uh, Pennsylvania uh, area. Actually, uh, it did open. Um, I was told that it opened earlier in the year, and I unfortunately missed it. 
because I was wrapped up in working on myself and my own spiritual uh, development. I, I have to admit I don't get an opportunity to go to the movies as much as I would like, but I have bookmarked uh, the date that for an upcoming um, uh, opening of the movie that I'm definitely going to catch. So yeah, I will. Oakmont, <clears throat> I think. Yes, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. But in a way, you know, I'm just really, really glad I'm having an opportunity to, to speak with you first and uh, just sort of review all of this before I see it. So I do. I am one of those people who believes everything happens, you know, the way it's supposed to happen. And uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. Would you like to share with us some of the um, insight-related events that occurred before, during, and after the creation of the movie? Sure. Well, you know, the one of the central insights is the first insight uh, that I believe we're getting in touch with, and that is this the sense that around us are occurring mysterious coincidences. And uh, these coincidences seem at first... Uh, Unrelated, but then when when we look at them, we see that some event that happens in our lives, say we um, we meet a total stranger on a subway or something, uh, and that stranger is happens to be working in exactly the field that we had thought we might work want to work in, and give us information and lots of intriguing advice, and and we we think back and and say, well, you know, I was exact, this was exactly the time. I was wanting to make a move in my career, and then I meet this person who's doing exactly what I what I, I want to do. So it's there's these meaningful coincidences if we keep our eyes open that that happen to us that seem in a sense beyond chance. Uh, sure, it could could it be a chance event? Yeah, from one perspective, you know, we've always thought of them as chance events, but from another, from a spiritual point of view, we have to ask the question: You know, was is there some force in the world that brings to us? events, information, opportunities that allow us to fulfill a kind of destiny in our lives um, operating. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, if I believe, uh, and this is the first insight, that, hey, yes, these things happen. Uh, Coincidences happen uh, uh, that uh, will open up our lives and allow us to be all we can be if we follow uh, the suggestion and follow this information and explore it fully. So, Oh, you know, that's happened all through the development of books with with us, and, and certainly in the movie, uh, it was one thing after another. <laughs> as as you know, we as as the world opened up to give us the opportunity to to make this movie the way we wanted. Um, you know, it all started with the cast. You know, you have to have your cast. Uh, we very first uh, 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 signed uh, Matthew Settle, who's our main character. Uh, played in End of the West, a Spielberg uh, miniseries, also a Band of Brothers uh, a miniseries. So he's, he was perfect, actually, for our role. And we signed him very quickly. But, in, but we wanted Thomas Kretschmann, who people will, will remember from The Pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in King Kong. He's German. Uh, for Will. Now, Will, and the sidekick in the, in the self-esteem prophecy, he's, he's, the, he's the main character's mentor. Uh, he's German in the book, so we wanted Thomas Kretschmann, but we could not could not get in touch with him. I mean, we couldn't get his attention of his people. He works in Europe all the time; he's always working. Didn't know how we were going to really be able to reach Thomas to to offer him the role uh, until one day Matthew, our main character, uh, who again we've already we had already signed, came in and said, "We well, you know I've gotten a new manager. Fired my old manager. I have a new manager." 
And uh, we said, oh, okay, who is it? Let's, let's see who it is. He gave us the card. And, you know, our eyes just popped because we realized that his new manager uh, was the wife of Thomas Kretschmann. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so, so that's how we got Thomas. You know, it had a very mysterious coincidence that opened up the opportunity for us to get him. Uh, so, and that went on and on. You know, this, you know we, when the same occurrences happened to, to get Annabeth Gish for Julia, very important character in, in the book. And, and so, you know, we, uh, we, you know, it just went on and on. One of the places where we filmed uh, for Viciente was a, a place in uh, St. Augustine, Florida called uh, Washington Oaks State Park. Beautiful place. You know, people who are familiar with the book know that Viciente uh, is, has you know, huge trees, and this place just fit the bill, but they had never allowed anyone to film there. So we were, uh, you know, we went to visit the place several times. They said, no, no way, no, no film companies on this property. And we were, um, we, we just went back one day, and we were just really looking over and saying, boy, this is the perfect place. And we happened to meet a person who, uh, just a, just by circumstance, uh, uh, was one of the uh, directors of the park, and uh, you know, happened to be a big fan of the book, and and said, "Well, you know, let me see what I can do." And I just ran into that person coincidentally, and and uh, and then that person went in and, and really battled for us to be to come in. And, film there, and, and in the end, they allowed us to do that. So, uh, you know, we just uh, tried to follow the, the opportunities that, that made themselves available, and, uh, and it was a really, really fun process. Now, this I hope you're sitting. Uh, this next question might take a little effort. I don't know. Is uh, Could you briefly describe each insight and maybe give an example that our listeners might be able to uh, relate too easily uh, that would uh, facilitate their living that particular insight in you know themselves. Well, what I'll do is I'll just uh, hit the highlights of these insights because right. you, you know one really has to sort of immerse themselves in in the discussion of them mm-hmm. in the book. But um, you know the first insight, as I said, is being open to these mysterious coincidences uh, because what we what happens when we begin to to do that is is these Coincidences will begin uh, to, well, maybe we ought to wait <laughs> Sorry about that. Yes. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist uh, Parthenia Izard. The program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapy. The main office is at the Tuvala Plaza Building, Suite 300 in Ballot, Pennsylvania. Visit our website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office at 610-660-7710. Stay tuned for our return with author James Redfield of the Celestine Prophecy series and movies. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8 for wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss wellness, wholeness, and wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM 860 WWDB.
Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard's radio program each Saturday morning at 8 on AM860 WWDB. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Francinia Izzard. You visit our website to participate in the blog. That's one of the ways I get your feedback. Uh, again, today we're talking with James Redfield of the Celestine Prophecy series and the movie at the, of the same title. Uh, James was just giving us information about the first insight and on his way to giving us information about the second. And James, I want to thank you for being so very cooperative. As soon as you heard the music, you were ready to, you know, wrap things up. Most of my guests sort of, you know, it's okay if you talk a little bit into the music, but I really appreciate your sensitivity to that. Okay, could you please go on where you left off? Well, we're talking about the insights. Uh, Just giving you a brief overview. The first one, of course, is, being open to the to, to a perception or, or gaining a perception of the mysterious coincidences that happen in life, because these are coincidences that are bringing us information uh, just at the right time in our lives for us to complete our destiny or answer our calling. Uh, so if we if we just be aware of these, uh, then uh, we can begin to move through a. Uh, through the right learning and the right action, uh, where our lives feel like they're unfolding. So that's the first insight. The second insight is is uh, understanding that if the world is that mysterious, uh, we're really uh, changing uh, our view of the world as human beings. Uh, we're we're having to adjust to rather than seeing the world as very uh, materialistic and devoid of mystery. Uh, we're having to open up to these uh, this, this, these mysterious coincidences, and so there is a change happening in our worldview out there. Uh, so that, that's the second insight. The third insight is that this new worldview has to incorporate the greater mystery uh, of of life, and that means the fact that there is a divine presence in the world that acts to help our lives unfold. Uh, these mysterious coincidences occur. Um, and that if we really hold that view and, and are open to that view, then our lives will be guided through the rest of the insights uh, and into a greater life and a deeper spirituality. The fourth insight is understanding that one of the things that holds humans back in this regard is that they're stuck in repetitive patterns, uh, what I call controlled dramas, 
in which they're trying to control everything about life, and all of us do this at times, but we're trying to control so much of our lives we aren't open to the mysterious unfolding that could could happen if we paid attention. So we have to let go of these control dramas that can be in which we seek attention and energy uh, 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 from other people and begin to, to, to go to the fifth insight, which is to find a connection with the divine uh, within us uh, that gives us a kind of energy and inspiration uh, that, uh, with which we can go forward with our own path. So this fifth insight is very important because it is the mystical connection the opening connection with the divine in our lives and, in, and within ourselves uh, that is available to human beings. And we all sense that, we know it, and many, many millions of us out there have experienced this connection. That's the fifth insight. The sixth insight is, is what happens once we, once we reach that connection. And what happens is that, is that we can, can uh, release all these control dramas that we may be playing in our lives and find our true self and our true calling. And that's what comes in when we make this connection. We get a sense of in, intuitive guidance, uh, uh, intuition of, of something to say to strangers, some, somewhere to go at just the right time, uh, a move to make in our career. These, these ideas can come at just the right time intuitively if we open up to that. So uh, this connection gives us all these fruits, as the scriptures say. One is... A, a sense of comfort that we are cared for uh, in this life, uh, a sense of euphoric connection, a sense of intuitive guidance, uh, a sense of personal mission that we can remember why we came here, what we want to do to make the world better and more spiritual, and a uh, a sense of uh, how we can help other people uh, that cross our paths. Uh, now, the seventh insight uh, is moving from the state of kind of knowledge, more knowledge about ourselves and our own uh, calling, to actually putting it in uh, into action. Uh, and, and this happens through what I call an intuitive flow, where we're having intuitions, we're moved, putting ourselves in the right position in life, and then these mysterious uh, coincidences bring us just the right information uh, uh, to expand ourselves, and we interpret that information intuitively, and that leads to another uh, synchronicity. So we're flowing down a path in life in which we can uh, begin to tell our truth and answer our calling in, 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 uh, with, with our actions out there. Uh, the eighth insight is what I call the uh, interpersonal ethic, uh, which is, I think, a new insight on how we should treat other people. Uh, instead of taking energy or competing for energy and control dramas with people, what we do is we give them energy. We give them, uh, we uplift them into their highest uh, knowledge and wisdom. You know, this connection, uh, we can help them reach that connection. So uh, it's an ethic of, of, of giving and uplifting other people. And in, in, in doing that, uh, we create a kind of uh, hothouse effect with people so we all we raise the consciousness of both of ourselves and of other people. And if we were all doing that, the world would change very quickly. Uh, and then the ninth insight, of course, answers the question, well, what, what do we, uh, uh, what happens, what would happen if, the, if 
humans were consciously moving into this deeper spirituality and helping each other acquire it. And, uh, and of course, that's the, uh, the opening up to a great, even greater perception, which I'm not going to talk about on the radio. <laughs> People can uh, read the end of the book or see the movie, and they'll see exactly uh, what that insight is in terms of where we're going and evolving on this planet. Very good. Um, now, there's also something about extensions. So I don't know, I guess you don't want to talk about that either, because it sort of goes into the next piece. But uh, it's a very nicely laid out um, progression. Uh, is there, um, I, I always ask, is there a religious connection? Can anybody from any religion uh, enjoy, evolve, and grow through the application of the, or the understanding of the insights? Absolutely. It's an it's a, uh, interfaith uh, set of principles. And I think, again, that we're all, you know, psychologically hardwired, where our brains are hardwired for this. These are, these are awakenings that are just the truth of our existence that we're discovering and that the truth of the greater abilities we have when we connect spiritually. Uh, so it, it applies no matter what religion or, or denomination or church that we happen to be affiliated with. We're not talking about... Uh, mm-hmm the doctrine around anything. We're talking about the actual experience that happens when we go uh, make a deeper spiritual connection. Now, um, on the uh, web or online, there are emails that um, listeners can receive related to the movie. Would you like to sort of explain what those are all about? Well, on uh, the CelestineProphecyMovie.com site, uh, we can, uh, you know, we have updates that we we send out to people. Uh, there's several things. Uh, one is, of course, you can get an update on where the movie's playing, what's going on with the movie, uh, and how how where it's moving next, when it will go to DVD, all those uh, things. Um, on the SelfingVision.com site, uh, we uh, also have a. Uh, uh, updates on uh, community involvement, uh, and, we, and that is actually is on the movie site too. If you're interested in exploring uh, the idea of uh, community built around uh, these concepts uh, at the local level, uh, and also at a at a uh, an international level, uh, you can get on that website that, that, that get updates to that effect, uh, and um, and also we have a uh, a prayer group. Uh, a, a very large group in the thousands uh, who uh, who have agreed to to do prayer um, visualizations on problem areas in the world, and that's that's really inspirational for a lot of people to be involved in. And again, we have these uh, uh, twice a month these Tuesday night uh, connections by telephone uh, that are very very fun, in which we also do prayer visualizations and talk about. Uh, questions uh, that people have. Oh, yes, and also they can uh, get uh, emails about the hidden meanings in the movie um, through one of the links. But anyway, um, there's a a myriad of of information that people can get and connections that people can make. Uh, Just go to the website. Could you give that website uh, another time um, so that people who were running to get paper and pen can Uh write it down? It's the Celestine Prophecy Movie dot com and the well just Celestine Vision dot com. Okay, very good. 
Again, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard, uh, the program sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies with the main office in the Peabala Plaza Building, Suite 300, Bala Kenwood, Pennsylvania. Visit our website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office at 610-660-7710. Stay tuned for our return with author James Redfield of the Celestine Prophecy Series and the movie. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard's radio program each Saturday morning at 8 on AM860 WWDB. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM 860 WWDB. Yes, we're back. Uh, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. And again, please visit our website and participate in the blog or subscribe to our newsletter. Today, we're talking with James Redfield of the Self-Esteem Prophecy Series and movie. Uh, James, could without, I guess, giving away, you know, this has been really difficult because there were other things I wanted to ask you, but they're related to things that won't be revealed necessarily in the movie, and it would probably spoil some of it. So I'm sort of revamping a little bit, and I wondered, or at least at this point, could you give us an idea of what the movie's about, uh, what John experiences, and um, you know, uh, and then we'll go from there. Well, the movie uh, follows very much the storyline in the book, and uh, to the uh, great relief, I think, of most of the the uh, readers out there, uh, it's very true to the book. You can't have all the depth and of the conversation, of course, because you just don't have time in a movie. But we really uh, tried to make capture the essence of the book. So it's it's really about a a uh, a young man who uh, who senses his life's incomplete, who goes to Peru in search of an old manuscript that a friend has told him about, a, a prophecy. Um, and he arrives in Peru and suddenly finds himself uh, meeting people, coincidentally, who are uh, trying to advance this knowledge contained in the prophecy. Uh, talk, the, the prophecy talks about these insights that uh, 
that humanity is destined to acquire. Um, and uh, and then and then certainly he's confronted with uh, the uh, some corrupt powers uh, in Peru who want to suppress the prophecy and. And out of that is a, a, a kind of rollicking adventure in which uh, he uh, discovers all nine insights uh, and uh, at the same time uh, is, is uh, uh, in this adventure of escaping from the, um, the forces trying to suppress this information. So it's, uh, and it, uh, the crescendo of the movie, of course, is the ninth insight, which is the crowning insight of, of, uh, and, and, and shows where uh, humanity is uh, is evolving and what this final crescendo will be. Okay, that's all you're going to get, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a book or a movie or event on the horizon that you would like to share with us? Well, we're uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on the last book in the series, which is which is the twelfth insight, um, and uh, this is the insight uh, about community building. In other words, it's we acquire this knowledge, all these 11 insights into a deeper spirituality, then what do we do with this information? I mean, how does this information affect us? And, of course, it, it, uh, it can and, and is uh, creating a, a different kind of community uh, with people as, as they energize their local communities out there. And uh, this connecting and the, and the way we're connecting intentionally, I think, is, is is the twelfth insight. So I'm in the middle of describing that, and, and and certainly that gives impetus to our own attempts on the website to help people uh, broaden their connections around the world and, and have a sense of personal uh, community around these concepts. Well, wonderful and. Uh, we're at the closing portion of our interview, and this is where I re- ask if there's a, a word or two of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners that would uh, help well, them along. Well, I would just I would just uh, like to say that you know these insights, in, in the sense of we're, the fact that we're being guided by mysterious coincidences, that we have intuitions, that we all have a deeper purpose here, a deeper calling, and, and to, to to help the world become better. Um, these concepts operate no matter what our personal situation is. And uh, whether you're uh, in a situation where finances are an issue or your health is an issue or um, anything else uh, that, that may make you feel stuck or challenged, the way out is to open up to a deeper spirituality and be and watch for the, the indications, you know, these coincidences that bring the right information uh, to go forward uh, into uh, prosperity or into healing, uh, into and into uh, living a more inspired life. That's our our birthright. We're supposed to be uh, uh, moving forward and making contributions in an inspired way because that's again uh, what the, the deeper spiritual uh, spiritual connection uh, gives us. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing all of this with us today. And I hope the rest of your day is is equally as helpful to others as this period of time has been to us. Uh, take care, Mr. Redfield. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our herb of the day. 
And again, I'm, you know, I, I like to give our uh, guests as much time as possible to share all of their knowledge. So sometimes you have to forgive me when I have to sort of rush through our herb or our yoga sauna. Uh, but I want to touch back on the black hohash from last weekend. Uh, the portion of that herb uh, used medicinally are its rhizomes and roots. Uh, I also wanted to let you know that it lowers, um, according to Bach and Bach, uh, the reference you can find on my website, lowers blood pressure and cholesterol levels, reduces mucus production, helps cardiovascular and circulatory disorders, induces labor and aids in childbirth, relieves menopausal symptoms, menstrual cramps uh, with back pain, morning sickness, and pain in general, helpful for poisonous snake bites and good for arthritis. Uh, one caution is uh, you should not be using this herb during pregnancy or in the presence of chronic disease. Okay, and the yoga sauna that we wanted to revisit, uh, Prasarita Padottanasana 1, is again the, the resting pose with the legs spread wide apart and stretching up. I wanted to make sure I told you the medicinal benefits or the medical or health benefits. And again, these are according to Dr. Shah. It, uh, the, this posture improves blood flow to head, neck, and trunk, improves blood flow to the pituitary, pineal, thyroid, parathyroid, and thymus glands, reduces mental and physical fatigue, strengthens legs and reduces fat around thighs, strengthens the ankle and wrist joints, reduces congestion in abdominal and pelvic organs and gonads, and drains out secretions from lungs, uh, from the lungs, <laughs> and um also, that was, um, that. W- well, one other thing I wanted to uh, make sure you were aware of, some of the ways of practicing that posture, especially in step two, when you've um, bent over and placed your hands between your feet onto the floor, is to keep the hands underneath the shoulders with the arms vertical. And then in the final pose, place the head on the, a bolster or brick if you have difficulty uh, reaching the floor. Okay, well, uh, you've been listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom uh, with me, as you know, Parthenia Izzard, your psychologist, at WWDB 860 AM. Next week, August 5th, my guests will be acquaintances in the field talking on a variety of topics from vegetarian cooking, uh, a new alternative medicine-related website, and concerns of the public that were shared with one of our guests. Uh, Please check the website for details. The herb next week will be black walnut and the asana utanasana one. We want to invite you to audition if you're interested for an internship on the program. You can send current events items and morsels of wisdom from young people about anything related to wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. You can email your articles or recordings to consult at amtherapies.com or mail CDs to the office at 2 Bala Plaza Suite 300 in Bala Kinwood. What alternative medicine therapies offers the public? Our iridology and kinesiology, assessments, consultations, nutrition, meditation. We run the gamut of alternative medicine therapies. You've been listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. Be well. AM860 is WWDB Philadelphia, the Delaware Valley's only money talk.